0: Just being honest. The JBH podcast. Let's rock this. True food, full thought. I would like to start out this show by giving a huge thank you. Yes, to you. All of you. We've gotten so much amazing feedback, and that is why we cherish our podcast so much like this five-star review from D Bridget. I love how deep you go to find out what has inspired people to go down the path they're on now. Ugh, isn't that the truth D Bridget? It really puts everything into perspective. So thank you so much for your kind words. Y'all, if you'd like to have, you know, us read your review on the show, please leave us a note or an equally appreciated rating. Head on over to Apple iTunes after the show and let us know what you think about the Just Be Honest podcast. Today's podcast of the Just Being Honest podcast is brought to you by our friends at Branch Basics. Branch Basics has created a multi-purpose concentrate that makes cleaning simple, affordable, and sustainable. Finally, seriously, I'm singing the songs from the heaven above. Finally, their products are refillable and are significantly less expensive than many similar single-use products on the market. Here's how to use Branch Basics. Simply dilute the concentrate with water and you'll be ready to tackle any cleaning job around the house, even your dirty laundry. Seriously. All right. Happy cleaning folks. And if you'd like to try out this magical and non-toxic concentrate cleaner by Branch Basics, we'd like to offer you a special JBH listener gift. Simply enter honest 15, that's H O N E S T 1 5 at checkout for 15% off your Branch Basics starter kit. Or simply Click on the link in the show notes, and you will be guided in the right direction. Once again, that is Honest 15. On this episode number 53 of the Just Being Honest podcast, functional nutritionist and environmental advocate Sally Berry gives us the honest truth about all of your gut health questions. Sally clarifies exactly how a probiotic works and why fueling yourself with clean, whole foods is the answer to a better microbiome. Yes, there is a key to success in the way your digestive tract ought to work. Hmm, funny as that. Sally dives in deep about that unfortunate yet common term we hear so much, leaky gut syndrome, and how you can heal it once and for all let me give you a hint you can change your guts bacteria to forever benefit you oh and how could we forget to ask her about her two cents on consuming a fresh celery juice you want to hear that this is a scientifically beneficial episode that will leave you wanting to visit your local farmers market pronto health is wealth my friends so it's uh, time to take some notes because you just turned on the Just Being Honest podcast. Hi, guys. This is your host, KB. And this is the Just Being Honest podcast. Hi, guys. How you doing? Um, As I mentioned before, this is the Just Being Honest podcast. It's your host, KB, back in action to give you more health, nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, all the goodies that you want at your fingertips, actually at your earbuds, to uh, have you take it at your personal grasp to make this life, this one life, yours, and to make it better. We have a great guest on today. We've actually had her on in one of our earlier episodes, so I'm honored to have her back, her expertise, and uh, her knowledge, because, guys... We've got some uh, we've got some things to uh, make clear to you all out there. There are so many. let me just start off before I introduce our guests by saying there are so many trends, fads, marketing items out there. Yeah, they get you to buy all this stuff that um, you know what? The integrity of it is not all it's kicked out to be. So we've got our professional here today to give you the four one one, the skinny, the info, and just to answer your questions that you may have, maybe dealing with in silence. Um, we have some listener cues that we are going to ask our guest as well today, so that'll be a fun treat. Um, so without further ado, let me introduce to you. Functional nutritionist and environmental advocate, Miss Sally Berry of Simply Body Fuel. Sally, welcome to the JBH podcast again. Well, thank you for having me back, Catherine. Yes, for sure. So um, I had to ask you, you're up in Santa Barbara right now. How's your weather today?
1: Well, it's uh,
0: we've had torrential rains, but
1: I'm not complaining because I'm not in the Midwest okay. where it is so, so cold. I feel really lucky that at least I can go outside at this particular point. So, yeah, no complaints at all. Uh, everybody deals with certain weather things, so I'm just doing fine.
0: Oh my gosh. Um I have to tell you, we had thunder and lightning here, like thunderstorms, like real thunderstorms. It wasn't like heat lightning, and I was like, this is amazing! I was so excited. I felt like I was you know, back of my roots as well. But yeah, no Midwest, I mean, negative 48, I'm what? I've never experienced that, I don't feel like. So yes, very blessed for sure. But again, let's just dive into this because I know you're short on time, you have much to do, you're very popular. Um, and I, you probably just want to get outside when the rain stops. Yes. Uh, yes.
1: The, sun, the sun is peeping out, oh, so I am going to want to take oh, a beach walk. all
0: right, all right. For sure. We'll get on our game then. Well, so our topic for today is gut health. Gut health. And I'm sure we'll spill into how that affects many different facets of our life, but I really want to tap on the topic about how gut health affects your entire whole body which people don't think you know people are like oh you know just my stomach hurts but no it, it has to do with you know your gut and your heart your gut and your kidneys your gut and your brain you know fertility issues what have you so let's kind of just uh let's get let's get going on this and kind of like get to the skinny tell us a little bit about one thing like how how Just dive into gut health and like what people commonly, you know, come to you with and what they think, you know, good gut health is, bad gut health is.
1: Well, one thing that you first of all mentioned is how gut affects our entire health. And I'd like to flip that around uh, because everything that happens, whether you're getting a rash or a headache um, stress, uh, the toxins, the environment, almost anything can affect the gut. And the, this problem is our body is so connected and intertwined that it's hard to tell what is re- actually reaching to other aspects of our body. But I think ultimately it does get down into our gastrointestinal tract or better known as the gut. And we do have to, it does affect how our body reacts to certain, uh, certain ways. Um, somebody can react, um, as I mentioned, with a skin rash. Somebody can uh, you know, maybe go through anxiety or, or sleeplessness. Um, you know, and kind of what, what I like to do is start with the nutrition. And use that as my tool to help really look at what, what is actually starting the issue and what they can do to really decrease the symptoms that they're having. So not only decreasing the symptoms, but why is it starting? So not just the Band-Aid approach.
0: So, okay, so I love how you said you wanted to flip the quest or flip the the comment that I said because it in turn does make sense. You know, people are coming, you know, to me even and saying like, oh, yeah, it's almost like it's almost like a like if you don't have it, then it's like whatever. But it's such a common, you know, a common, how do I say this, um, topic these days where people are like, oh, yeah, I suffer from or I face IBS oh, yeah, you know, I've got leaky gut. But the, in all reality, they don't even know what that means. They just say it because they know that they don't feel well. So what are some of the things... Um, can you kind of, like, actually, first off, clarify what leaky gut syndrome is? Okay. Well, it's, it's uh,
1: something that you hear a lot about right now. And IBS stands for irritable bowel syndrome, which basically... Means that you're either bloated, or you may be constipated, or you may have got diarrhea, or a combination of the all of the above, uh, flipping back and forth. So um, a lot of times when a practitioner can't determine what is exactly going on, they can't find a particular bacteria, or they can't find a cause for maybe a stomach pain or something that's happening digestive problem um and everything else has been ruled out they don't have um cancer they don't have an ulcer uh something else h pylori or something um then they'll say well it appears that you have irritable bowel s- syndrome and what that is is a symptom." Um, What happens is, and it's taken uh, quite a while for the uh, um, practitioner medical community to really talk about what you consider leaky gut. And actually, the more technical term for that is called intestinal permeability. And what it is, is where something in your um, gut is disrupted. Um, You may have it's hard to say. You may have eaten something wrong. You may have really completely sterilized the whole gastrointestinal tract because you had to be on antibiotics for a while. And there is a really, you know, there are many situations where somebody does have to take antibiotics. Um, somebody may have been under a lot of stress with to put their digestive tract Uh, not in a good situation or possibly something that they ate or too much of something that they ate or whatever. So what that does is it disrupts the balance of their gastrointestinal tract. And part of that disruption is the way the food is absorbed. And so what happens is um, the gastrointestinal tract gets compromised and as it gets compromised the little absorption sites and they're like little fingers and then little mm-hmm. fingers on top of fingers uh the card the fingers are called villi and then on the little fingers it's sort of like a little carpeting or a fuzz or a pile of what's called microvilli and that is where all your nutrients and your um, fatty acids and proteins and carbohydrates, where everything is being absorbed and your body needs to absorb those. Well, what happens is if your body gets compromised, um, the way things are being absorbed um, is in bigger gaps through these villi and through these different areas of your digestive tract. So larger proteins come in to the inner parts of your system. And what that means to the body is you have this immune system in your body, which has like a little army, a defense army. Mm. And when these proteins come in it, it's sort of like a foreign invader. And mm. so it, what it does is it, it puts out um, certain mediators to, and certain items to fight with this. And so it's trying to fight off. So every time these these items come in, it kind of fights them off and fights them off. And so what it does is it, it uh, splays out uh, these mediators. And they could be mediators that will cause you to sneeze or your nose to run or, or some other kind of reaction, skin reaction, or make your stomach hurt or whatever. So... It's the intestinal permeability or the ability of uh, a foreign object to get into the internal part of your body that is causing this. And, you know, your body will become permeable or leaky for a variety of reasons. For instance, if you're just a runner and you're jogging, jogging, jogging right after you run, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to you're going to have a little bit of a tissue disrepair, and then your body heals it, or maybe you're eating a lot of a particular type of food and your your, your body may respond and you have a little bit of uh, tissue disrepair, but your body heals it, so it heals rather quickly. But with continual compromises, whether it be stress or food or, or excessive exercise or who knows what, just a variety of things, after a while... Um, those tissues break down. And so your body doesn't function as correctly.
0: So can I interrupt you? Um, you when, bet. when you talk about like the tissues breaking down, cause you said your body has the natural, and I believe this, our bodies are magical, you know, <laughs> they, they really are. They will heal themselves if you allow them to. Um, but, uh, I think we live in a constant state of disruption with our bodies and what we are being exposed to that it does tear down the tissues and it doesn't allow them, you know, to really heal against these foreign invaders. And, you know, um, when you say that the tissues are being broken down, is that the villi you're talking about? They're just being splayed out continuously. Therefore, No, it's
1: actually the, it's actually, there's, there's tight junctions or gaps between the villi and, and within that's, that that whole area. And what happens is those junctions loosen so that bigger molecules, um, bigger molecules can get in, so um than could be four.
0: So so let me paint a picture for everyone. So when you have the foreign invaders in your out of your intestinal tract, into your basically floating around in your body, right? You know, something yeah. something happens. That's leaking. And that's, that's, leaky and that's gut. a
1: good thing. That's a good thing.
0: Oh that we is a good that. thing.
1: Yeah, we want we want to have oh you the invaders. Well you want your body to respond to invaders because if not every time you get sick you would you would die. So you really need to you need to do that.
0: So but I mean what I'm saying is the the when the leaky gut happens when the food or molecules or, or excuse me the food pops out of your intestinal tract into the open space of your your stomach, I guess I could say, um, that is called leaky gut, correct? Yeah. Just a second. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. You're going to have to repeat that. (laughs) Okay.
0: So when, um, when you have the, um, the food molecules that will come out of the intestinal tract into your stomach, that is when it's called leaky gut, correct?
1: Um, actually, they come uh, – I'm, I'm trying to follow this, but actually what they're doing is they're not coming out of the stomach. What they're doing is – uh, uh, the,
0: Sorry, the intestinal tract.
1: In the intestinal tract, when instead of breaking down and going being absorbed the way they normally do through the, the small molecules in the villi and the microvilli, what they're doing is they're getting through little gaps.
0: Yeah, uh, and so is that what causes something like IBS? So would IBS be a symptom of a leaky gut?
1: Um, it could be. It could be. Because um, I want people. Be,
0: people to it know could that. Be,
1: but it could be a variety of things, and and the problem is. Um, it could be a variety of reasons. But one one thing could be the intestinal permeability, which is happening, or the leaky gut. So yeah, that could be one reason for the IBS. And and part of my job as practitioner is to be that detective. And my first role in that is to really talk to the, the person and get a good history on them and see you know when did this started and try to kind of figure that out that way and what are their symptoms and and um you know going with that and and seeing if we need to dig a little bit deeper by doing a little bit of testing to kind of pinpoint things before blank, blanketing, trying to do something though, you know, personally, you know, I feel regardless of what's happening, I really look at the nutrition and the diet and see what they're doing and see if I can make some, um, minor or major adjustments in some of their, their, their food and eating that can help. But, but in many cases, uh, they have tried a lot of things, and then we have to take the next step.
0: Okay, okay. So let's jump into this because I had a listener ask a question, um, and they may go hand in hand because now we learned that IBS is a symptom of, you know, it's irritable bowel syndrome, so it's it's a symptom that we're mm-hmm. having. Um, mm-hmm. And her question was, and this may be kind of broad because – there may not be one yes or no quest or answer, but say I'm your client and I come in and say, "Sally, what's the best way to combat IBS? What yeah. would you say?"
1: I'd say, what I'd like to uh, know a little bit more about you. What your symptoms are, what kind of uh, IBS you're having, when did it start, um, and you know." You could, there could be some things, I'd, and I'd ask them about their diet, um, and then go from there. So it's highly individual. I mean, as far as what you can do for IBS, um, there's, there's a lot of basic things to do. One is look at the diet. Uh, a lot of times what I like to do first uh, is, is to see if it's maybe something that hasn't been tested for. could it be could it be celiac disease is have they ever been tested to it have they ever been in an environment where they could have picked up a particular bacteria have they been sick lately have they been on antibiotics what kind of symptoms are they getting are they getting a lot of bloat if they do when is it and those type of things and that can kind of um you know, kind of lead us into what the next step for, and then from there, maybe maybe do some things uh, such as once we look at celiac or maybe some some food sensitivities or micronutrients that might be deficient. Um, look at look at the diet, see if we can switch that up a little bit to make some some changes. If that doesn't work, then we dig a little bit deeper
0: yeah for sure. Um, so what I wanted to you mention something that I know when people say my stomach hurts, oh, I probably have celiac or should take away gluten, um which is not always the case, you know, and you should never you, you're gonna back me up on saying never guess your never guess your outcome of why you're feeling a certain way because it could be something totally different. yeah. Um,
1: well, well, celiac. Can I address celiac for, for a sure?
0: Go for it. Because
1: celiac is a a very it's very important to know if you have celiac or not if you are struggling and before you go gluten free. Now, that's not to say everybody's going to test for celiac before they go gluten free, but if you have celiac, and again, um, the statistics vary. Um, they used to say one to two percent of the population has celiac. It may be as high as five to ten percent, but the the amount of people that are gluten sensitive is a lot higher than the amount of people that have celiac. Mm-hmm. The difference is, if a person has celiac, it will tear down your gastrointestinal sy- system. It's a very dangerous thing to have, and you can't digest anymore, you can't absorb nutrients, Uh, you're potentially setting yourself up for stomach and digestive cancers. So, it's very important that you know if you have celiac, if you have a gluten uh, uh, sensitivity that is not celiac it most likely won't do uh, the critical damage that celiac would do. In celiac, just like a little less than a cookie crumb um, of um, some gluten-containing food will cause uh, a problem within the system and an immune response, Uh, not so typically with the gluten sensitivity. So I I like to rule that out Mm -hmm. and you can't rule it out. You can't do the antibody testing for celiac if you've already removed the gluten from your diet and you're pretty clean of gluten because it's not going to show a reaction if you had celiac. So you want to make sure that you test before you try um, removing it from the diet if possible. So there's no, there's no real definitive answer to that, um, but yes, taking gluten out is one of the common ways that really helps, at least temporarily, to reset a digestive tract. Um, with some people, another thing that is hard to digest when they're gastrointestinal tract is really flaring up is um our dairy products and especially dairy products that contain a lot of lactose in it which is uh lactose is um a protein in uh, milk so again you know those are things that are commonly removed uh our first things just to help heal the gut a little bit um, you know, and, and again, where we start just depends on the person, yeah. but I do, but there is a window into if it's something a little bit more critical by which nutrients are low, a um, little bit on the symptoms too, that kind of, that help, but also doing just a little bit of, of um, minor testing
0: yeah. that
1: might help um, correlate. Well, what, what
0: would be some tests that you would give to a client
1: Well, um, after doing a a good history on them and finding out a lot about them, um, if it's a gastrointestinal problem and if they're having, let's say, bloating and diarrhea, I mean, I might do start out with a celiac testing uh, test to see um, if some of their nutrients are low. Some common ones are vitamin D, uh, iron, B12. Um, Those are some... Some nutrients that are really commonly low with gastrointestinal problems, um, especially if it's um, something such as celiac. But you know, those are those are ones that I commonly look at, um, and those are ones that are very easy to get. It's they're not really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very. There are a couple of other um, gut disorders that are very common. One is uh, the bacteria called H. pylori. Um, they used to say stomach pain, um, you know the, the big thing was ulcer. And, and a lot of the ulcers are really caused by a bacteria called H pylori. You know A lot of people can have um, an overgrowth of um, the wrong type of uh, bacteria in your digestive tract. Or the uh, bacteria may be in the long, wrong location. We, we do find it in the, the lower intestines, called the large intestines. But if it creeps up a little bit, it can cause a little bit more issues. So that's that's a common thing. So we have to do with...
0: Wait, so, um, so can we go back to H. pylori and uh, the bacteria overgrowth? Um, mm-hmm. They're is... two different things. Well, okay, so H. Yeah. pylori is the ulcer... Um, gut like a gut ulcer. Um, and is that is it, how how is that typically caused?
1: Um, well, first of all, you're gonna have one's gonna have um a lot of this bacteria in their gut, but when it gets to a large amount, it may be causing a problem. If somebody has stomach pain and they're also positive for H. pylori. Um, it is common that a person can be treated for H. pylori either by uh, standard medicine and certain antibiotics, or you can be treated through some herbals that could help too.
0: Because, Sally, if you don't, if, do you recall when um, I actually got tested positive for H. pylori?
1: Right. And, and what we did is we, we, we worked on that, we, we adjusted you through um, herbals.
0: Yes. Do you remember what we did exactly? Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I know that the product that you had um, had something that uh, had some sort of soother and it may have had, I don't remember exactly the product you had, could have had marshmallow root or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also something called zinc carnosine um, because that actually helps with H. pylori, something I'm not sure that you had that could help is is, um, a probiotic yeast called Saccharomyces boulardii and it's used um, It's kind of one of my favorite Mm go-tos a lot of times. So um, yeah, so I'm not sure uh, what the formula you had in it, but those are some of the things that I can think of off the top of my head.
0: Mhm. Um yeah, no, I I I remember kind of what I did and I think I shared it on one of my blog posts guys. Um mm-hmm. when I was going through some gut issues. Mm-hmm. Um but, but what
1: we did but what we did with you is you had you had testing. Mm-hmm. Uh you just didn't say, "Oh, it feels like I have H. pylori."
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah. Woo. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, no, see guys, that's the that's the whole thing here. You know, I have so many consumers, see so many consumers on the market. I see so many people at the, at the market, you know, in the, the health, the supplement aisle, just literally tink, tinkering around and being like, oh, maybe I should take this, maybe I should take that. But they don't know the facts behind it. They're just guessing at their health. Um, and sure, I'm all about self-experimentation, but when it comes to something like this, Don't do a self-experimentation. Get a professional's, you know, like take on it and actually get the tests done. Invest in yourself. I have so many people that say, oh, really? You did that? Oh, well, how much? You know, like get it done. If you're really like suffering, get it done, you know, like get to the root cause. And that's what Sally does. But I do want to jump into, um, because a lot of people do ask about uh, bacteria overgrowth, which is known as candida. Um, can you talk well, about those that? those are
1: actually candida is a type of overgrowth, but it can uh, overgrowth can be a lot of other things too. That's just one, but uh, yeah. And I don't do a lot of testing for that. There's breath testing and so forth that can can help with that. I mean, um, I you know just as a, a, a nutrition practitioner, I I try to limit what i test but uh that is something definitely a practitioner will do quite a
0: bit for Um, sure for sure um because you know candida i think you know it's not i think people think it's like they're stuck with it forever which uh you can actually come out of it because it has to do with a lot of things you know like stress um I feel like stress is kind of like the common culprit of like every illness in life (laughs)
1: yeah well you're absolutely correct there and um say oh yeah I've got this because I have stress but we're all stressed and stress can be good or stress can be not good and it's not good if if uh if it you know everybody is stressed I mean you uh, you have a happy occasion somebody gets married in your family or something like that and that's stressful but it's a happy stress or you you know you're you're in a marathon and that's a stress but it, it's fun and you're 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 building a skill or whatever you're doing so there's there's a lot of stress and our body is constantly making um, uh technical term is free radicals that we have, we have what I call our little vacuum cleaners called antioxidants (laughs) Um, and they, they, you know, so you, so you, so you take, you go out for a morning run and then, then your antioxidants vacuum clean up all the free radicals so that your body's neutral again. And then you, then you go have some bad food and your antioxidants or, or you get yelled at by somebody and then you have your little vacuum cleaners come out again. (laughs) <laughs> or you're, you know, you're out in, um, on a golf course with pesticide blower behind (laughs) you and right next to a freeway next to a uh, petrol oil plant or something and so then then your antioxidants but the problem is when you you have a lot of things chronically over time and you have too many of these things then your little vacuum cleaners don't work as well anymore so you know this is this is very common that sometimes we have to boost those up and and give people a little bit of a, um, a higher dose. But also you have to deal with the underlying stress too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, nutrition is a lot about looking at the whole global picture of what's causing this. And so, uh, yes, yeah, stress, but we also need to be mindful of uh, we can't get rid of it But we can be mindful of doing as many things that we can to really lower that stress level in her body to a manageable amount, you know, that we could just have normal stress. But we have times in our lives when we have um, a little free time meditation that we are not go, 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 go that we do take time out for ourselves. So easy for me to say, isn't it? Yeah. But, But it is true. I mean, especially in America today, I mean, the more the more we do, the more we get a pat on the back, and yeah. and it's not always that healthy. So you got to look at we have all these things bombarded us. How can we can we live in a place or change our lifestyle? It could be we are in a toxic relationship when we don't realize we're in a toxic relationship, you know. And it takes uh, a health coach or somebody else to kind of mm. work with somebody and plant the seed and not that they're going to change overnight but that just eventually um um you know help them out so so for me as a nutritionist the best go-to i have is looking at their environment and their food and and simply start there rather than just giving them like uh two dozen um bottles worth of supplements so yeah i do i do recommend certain supplements but i try to pinpoint those a little bit and as you know i'm pretty um, cost conscious and frugal so i try to keep it down as much as possible yeah supplements clients. can be expensive and, oh, and they, they, they tend to be and they're not covered by insurance like your prescriptions
0: so well okay let, let me jump into that let me talk about how literally like we're throwing antibiotics prescriptions out there like like You know, when you're at like a football game or I don't know, I I don't get many games, but they like have those little air pumper things and they like shoot t-shirts out at you. Like, that's what we're doing to people. Like, we're like, hey, free t-shirt, you know? And so how are antibiotics, these prescriptions that people are like, well, my doctor said I needed it. Like, I'll get it, you know? And that's what our health industry is run by. But how is that, how is that wreaking havoc on our gut health and um, in turn, you know, causing some of these things like IBS, leaky gut syndrome?
1: Well, first of all, um, I think doctors these days and medical practitioners in general are becoming very aware that uh, we have a limited lifespan with our antibiotics now. So they are being a lot more mindful than maybe uh, five or ten years ago. Are even longer, and so uh, they're seeing that there that antibiotics is not the infinite answer. So they are being a little, a lot more cautious in general of of using antibiotics. Not to say that there's a lot of prescriptions out there, and prescriptions are being used for a lot of um, solutions and band aid approach. But I think they are um, being a little bit more mindful of that way. So, um, but, but yeah, there are some cases also where, um, antibiotics have, uh, saved lives. And so we, we have to, we have to be very careful on the antibiotics we use so that they're there for when, when somebody really needs them as a life saving. But, but that being said, the ones that we're using right now are stronger, more broad, Ranged. And so, um, you know, the more we can pinpoint those down to the specific strain that a person needs, the better off they are. And we're not, and if, if the person themselves actually finishes the line of them, don't say, I feel better. And, <laughs> and, and, and three days when says to take the antibiotic for 14 days, but yeah, they can, you know, even though they can be life-saving in situations, there's certain situations where you need them, um, you know, they they do disrupt the digestive tract, and so one really important thing, I think, is you've got to re-inoculate that digestive tract and know how to do that, and um, really, really start the healing process when it's disrupted by you know stress or antibiotics or whatever it else you know there i've had patients that have had antibiotics as a young child for years on end because of uh, being sick a lot or maybe sinus infections or whatever else they've they've had and so you know then that's a red flag for possibly one, one thing that we can try to heal with, with, um, um, certain, you know, digestive means by probiotics. Yeah. Yeah. Nutrition and probiotics to kind of heal it up again.
0: And what Um, people, can I interrupt you one more time? Sure. What people think, I have so many people that are like, oh yeah, well I take a probiotic, you know, but they eat like literally junk. And I'm like, so it basically does not matter, you know, because if you're eating, if you have a lifestyle and you live a lifestyle of junk food, but you take a probiotic, it's basically not doing any good, um, in my, my personal belief. Would you agree?
1: Well, here's the deal. Um, the best prebiotics, which are food for your little gut bacteria, uh, the good probiotics is food. Yeah. So basically, if you're eating a lot of the good food, it's not only going to make – it's going to be the food to feed the good bacteria, the good microbiome, make the good little jungle in, in your body. Uh, so the prebiotics
0: but like, come in food. That- yeah,
1: they're food. They're, they're, they're just food. And, and like, you know, obviously <laughs> – um, it's the good veggies the, the fruits and vegetables and things like that um you know the, the, the good stuff and that also um helps produce um uh, fatty acids in your digestive tract butyrate and some other things that help heal the gut too so you
0: know so it does make sense my theory is pretty correct that if you if your prebiotics are, uh, uh, I'm going to name a name, uh, McDonald's French fries, then what's the probiotic doing? What's it feeding off of, really? And what is it really well, shooting out on the other end? Is it really shooting out the 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 positives or not? Well,
1: basically, the, um, and I won't mention names, but but certain fast foods basically. Um, are starving the good little bugs. They're, they're not good Ooh. bug food uh, bugs. Right? I like that they're it. not bugs. they're uh, the they're, they're little bacteria. They're, they're, they're not feeding the good bacteria. So what happens is your body be, gets higher in the wrong bacteria and lower in the very robust, good healing bacteria in your, in your body. I, so, I love it. I yeah. love it. So when you're eating uh, a lot of um, non-nutrient-dense uh, processed fast foods that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, maybe they're they're um, enriched with four or five nutrients, but they don't have the um, um, phytonutrients in it. They don't have the uh, bioactives, and bioactives is in. I, items and like the real raw fresh food like real broccoli and not just broccoli powder and so forth like that um so
0: so so i want to clarify this for everyone probiotics the purpose of that is to basically uh grow the good bugs that are going to help the lining the the process of your gut health correct and the prebiotics come in those positive food forms, right? So you want the good foods, the good nutrient dense, fruits, vegetables, those are going to accelerate the production of the good bugs, right? But guys, but yeah, and and I think I I mistakenly called them bugs. They're not bugs, but you I'll know call what them, I I'll call mean them. Too. No, I I'll call them bugs. I'll call them okay. bugs. Because I, I, I just imagine these little worker bugs in you, like do 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 do, you know. And then the fast food guys, if you if you eat that before, you know, your probiotic or whatever, the fast food is starving the nutrition to create that beautiful gut culture. So, all, in all reality, like, think about that when you're thinking about your gut health, your overall gut health. Um, cool. So, can yeah. we jump, can we, oh, do you have something else to add? Well, I'm just uh, just to
1: summarize the gut is, like, you know, if if you feel like you're eating right and you're still having problems, then that's when you dig deeper. So, mm-hmm. um, and so that can go off into every different direction. But yeah, I mean, and and a lot of people feel like, oh, well, I'm eating a good diet. And then when I break it down, I can find some things that I can assist them with.
0: Yeah. So, so that, really that's, asked,
1: yeah. that's always uh, helpful there. So, so yeah,
0: can we really quickly before we let you off? Can we kind of jump into because um, I know we could have a whole other podcast because I know you're going to be going to visit a traditional Chinese medicine doctor and we can talk later on in another podcast about that experience that you have Um because I have people, listeners, that have asked me about, because um, I know gut health has to do with also hormones and then people are asking about fertility and if acupuncture helps fertility. So we're going to have to jump on that in another yeah. topic. But I yeah. want to really ask about a lot of people with the celery juice situation. Can you clarify what celery juice does for your gut?
1: Celery juice has some some great properties. And at this point, Catherine, I am going to have to look that up because my mind's just kind of a muddle right now. But yeah, I mean, there's some very good things about um, celery celery in general and celery juice. Um, a lot of people say, yeah, it's negative calories. Now, I, I don't okay. really go for that. I think what you've got to do with celery is look at it as it it does have some good, um, good types of fiber and some micro minerals in it that can really help with the body.
0: Yeah, it helps with you know like stabilize what is it the hydrochloric uh, acid in your gut.
1: Well, yeah, some more alkaline food. So yeah, you, your your gut is it's it's um it's lower than two, it's in the one point, uh, I think one point four pH, um, which is. Which is uh, it, it's it's a pretty strong acidic environment in your um, in your stomach. Yeah, and the reason and that's good. You need that because what that does is it breaks that that acid actually. Um, breaks down your protein into the smaller particles the amino acids that it needs to, and it starts to digest, uh, some of those foods. And, uh, that's why your, your, um, stomach has this mucosal lining because, because it's so acidic, but once, once your food and everything goes into this, uh, the upper part of your small intestine, it's neutralized by, um, um, Uh, something that that neutralizes the bicarbonate and and then it changes the environment when it goes into that yeah uh, but foods what happens is i think what you're talking about it if if the foods you eat are more the high acid foods um you're not going to get and the fruits and vegetables typically are more Basic or more alkaline foods, and which celery is one of them.
0: So w- let me let me interrupt because I have, oh my gosh, there's like the world is like celery juice. I'm celery juicing and da, da da da. But okay, so you know my diet, guys. I am like super duper clean, like no processed foods. I literally don't do like many oils except natural oils, um, and so I don't like really see when I do celery juice, I'm like, eh, nothing's really happening because I'm already intaking all those very alkaline foods. I'm actually very alkaline. And um, I find the same benefits from just eating my normal diet. Um, and also from just eating normal celery instead of juicing it. Like it actually has actually, I think the same benefits um, where someone with a diet higher in acid acidity um, such as you know processed foods maybe they eat out more than I do um, they are gonna see the results correct
1: well I, I think you have a point there I think in general people I mean if if you're going from one extreme to another you're gonna feel a lot uh, a different result <laughs> yeah than if you're just going uh, and you may have a definite withdrawal.
0: You may feel worse than you feel before you, <laughs> you feel better. May,
1: you may really, you know, be having a problem during that withdrawal phase uh, at that point. But if you're already doing something, it may not give you that. You may take longer. And any changes, nutritional changes, too um, – it's not like surgery. It's it, it. It doesn't work overnight. I mean, I think a good three to six months, and that's mm-hmm. what's so difficult about nutrition is some people take quite a while to see some substantial results. Yeah, uh, or maybe change in the interior uh, micronutrients when when they do micronutrient testing or something. Oh else. my gosh! So.
0: Well, Sally, this has all been fabulous information. You know, so helpful because you know. There's so many things on the market with social media and just commercials and all that jazz, you know as well as I do. But we needed to clarify a lot of these just simple little topics, um, and we'll get we'll get deeper on some more um, some more feminine issues uh, on another podcast because I think that's what a lot of questions that I have coming up to me as yeah, well I, but i agree I, with you yeah I,
1: I agree with you let's let's but hit fertility and women's issue at another
0: another time. time for sure um but i want to share um your website so people can check you out um what's your website
1: the name of my website is simplybodyfuel.com cool and uh, you could probably put a link to that
0: cause, yeah, you may not oh, for miss. sure. I will definitely yeah. link you up. If anyone has mm-hmm. any questions, they can hit me up. They can hit you up. And mm-hmm. uh, that'll be amazing. Um again, Sally, it's been. Such a pleasure having you on as our functional nutrition expert and our environmental advocate. Go out there. I know you're taking a lot of photos these days of just the beauty around you and your mm-hmm. environment. Guys, you should check them out. Um, I, I don't know if she posts them on her website, but maybe if she is willing to send us some, we can put it in our show notes as well. Um, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm working on, she's re- on I'm working oh. on trying to share more about oh. I just love it, and I love to try to communicate to people the the important connection between humankind and and um, our environment, and how food relates to all that. But mm-hmm. basically, how how. We really need to do that, and I I think by the visual expression, I'm more of a visual expressionist than a verbal one, as you can just tell with the way I muddled (laughs) those words, (laughs) but Uh, um, yeah, no, that in reality is, um, it, it, it all connects together, and so I would like to uh share with people those oh. connections. Well we
0: will definitely when you have like um some photos to share we'd love to share them with our audience they would love to see them they're breathtaking in my in my in my thought. Um but again I'm so grateful for you sharing your information and your knowledge and your time. We'll let you go and play outside and um guys guys I cannot thank you enough for supporting our podcast here at Just Being Honest. You delight me every time you send in your comments and your questions. And I am so happy to be a leader for you in this community to make you actually help you um, just unveil your true self and live the best life possible. That's why we're here. Um, We're on Spotify. Don't forget, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. And um, I would love a comment, a question, and feel free to subscribe us. It's free. And send us a review and a rating to see how we're doing. Until next time, guys, kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love, ciao! I am so grateful that Sally Berry was able to join us today for the Just Being Honest podcast. You know, I'm always, always blown away by how much knowledge she holds within her. And guys, you know what? Gut health is a real thing, whether you are battling it vocally or silently. It's time that we kind of come together and make that change. But, you know, it doesn't come easy. You've got to know the facts, and you can't just guess your way through health sometimes. You've got to really get to the root cause. And that's why I like having Sally on. So, guys, it's been a pleasure. I hope you got so much out of this episode. Don't forget to jump over to Apple iTunes and leave a rating, a review, a comment. Let us know what you think. Again, it's been a pleasure. I am so thrilled that you joined our family here. Until next time, thanks for listening.